Welcome to Popular Cultural Cherry. My name is Lawin and I am your host. In this podcast, we give you an outsider's perspective about European life, culture, and pretty much anything that is connected to this continent. So get ready to learn something new in a light and entertaining way. Welcome back, everyone, to Pop Your Cultural Cherry. This week's episode, we have Sramana Singh. Um, Sramana is currently a student in TU Munich. She's originally from India, and today she's going to talk to us about her experiences when she first moved to, to Germany, and also what it takes for somebody who recently just got married in India to kind of pursue her career in a foreign country without her spouse. So it's something that probably a lot of people who are newly married wouldn't really pursue, especially alone without their their spouse in a foreign country. So I thought this could be like a very strong story of perseverance. She'll also talk about some of her first experiences when she moved to Germany. Not all of them were really pleasant. Some of them were just bad luck, but also how she overcame these challenges. Sermana also recently started her YouTube channel where she talks about higher education and also her experiences in Germany in general. So, as always, let's get into the interview. So, Sarmana, thanks for joining us today. I'm really happy that that you reached out to me. Um, it's not, let's say, common that people reach out to me to want to become part of my podcast. The most that happens is I reach out to other people and other people accept to be part of my podcast. But you reached out and you really wanted to do this episode. Yeah. I'm so happy that you did. And I'm really excited to hear your story today. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. So I, I got to know about your podcast from one of the posts of the LinkedIn. And I saw your Instagram profile and it was really great. I, I heard, I think, two or three couple of podcasts and they were really great. So I just thought of like why not ask you like what's the process and stuff so podcast is something i am always like quite fascinated about but i never did it i never get a chance so i just thought of like let's ask you so, right. and it's my pleasure that you give me the opportunity and, and the cool thing is is that you're actually also starting your own your own youtube channel like you've started posting mm-hmm. some videos and i think that's a good you know publicity for you also to, yeah. to kind of talk to podcasters mm-hmm. like myself yeah um, Good first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like uh, my YouTube channel is just uh, one and a half months old now, so it's uh, regarding like higher education in Germany. So basically, when I came to Germany, I need to do a lot of research and I took a lot of time. So I just thought of like maybe I can share my information, my experiences to others that can maybe motivate people to come to Germany, do something out of their comfort zone. And if any way I can help, that's why I started this channel regarding higher education in a broad lifestyle in Germany and culture. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, higher education is definitely something in Europe and in Germany people put a lot of um, importance on. Um, I think a lot of parts of Asia, in the Philippines at least, is not so important yet. But I think gradually... It will become more and more important in the future. Um, you know, jobs are being becoming more competitive, and you need that that extra edge. At least this is how I see higher education, and this is why I um, like did higher education. But yeah, maybe for you, you can share share with us a little bit about 
you know, why you decided to to pursue higher education in general and why in Germany? Okay, so I would like to give a short bit background of mine. I did my BTEC in electrical engineering from India itself back in 2016. So it's like quite a long time now. And I had almost worked for five years as an IT analyst in various investment banks. So in 2019, like I would say that, first of all, higher education was not in my mind at all. Like after my bachelor's, I thought that, okay, now like I need to work. I got my job very, very early. Like I got my first job when I was in third year of my college. I got my internship. So I was never into higher education. I was like, I was very cool that, okay, I got my job and now I'm like quite settled. I'm earning. Uh, after working for three, four years, you will understand that there are some sort of saturations and people are really doing well. Like for that, you need some sort of education. I will definitely hear thanks to my husband and back. He was my boyfriend who really give me this idea that I can try for some abroad option. For me, when I thought of any abroad options for higher studies, it was only USA, Australia or UK. And they all were like quite expensive options. And I really don't want to like spend such a chunks in higher education. But when I got to know about Germany, it was quite motivating for me. And I just thought of like giving it a try. Because uh, in my field, the way the competition is growing in today's world, it's very important to do a master's. And after working for five years, if you don't have a master's degree, only a bachelor's degree, what I felt is that you are just restricting yourself. You will not earn that much skills first. And an international exposure is very important. I always worked with US clients, but coming in Germany, working with German people or people all over the world physically is something very different. So that's why I thought of like doing the master's and then Germany first because definitely it gives uh, free education. And Germany's education is one of the top-notch education, I would say. Uh, like their case studies, their way of education, the way they give liberty to the students to choose like back in india we have this fixed curriculum like you have to complete your bachelor's in four years so uh to choose like you can complete your master's in two three years you can choose your subject choose your interest of studies i really like them and there are also some few other uh things that i considered is like you will get an 18 month job seekers visa after your masters in germany that is really good it's not that far away from india it's just seven hours flight so that is also good and the german market is really growing if you see the unemployment rate in germany it's really low and there are a lot lots of job opportunities right now so these are the thing i considered and i thought of like okay then why not germany so going back to what you said right what what I got from it, there are several reasons why you wanted to pursue higher education in Germany. One was you mentioned the costs. Second, its distance from India is not so bad. Third, because you wanted to be more competitive in, in India. Um, you also mentioned something about... Job seekers visa. Job seekers visa and the job opportunities afterwards, right? So so kind of like these these five things. And and obviously, I agree with you. And the reason why I'm I'm in Germany also is because I pursued higher education. Not in Germany though, but in the Netherlands, um, close enough. So I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I understand why why you would want to do this. 
And I also see really your point and like why why Germany compared to other countries. Because as I also went through that that decision making process that you made, it, it does make sense. And you're right, like the German market is really, really open and kind of exploding. Like there's tons of opportunities, just open LinkedIn, you know, and yeah. people are always hiring, especially if you have a master's degree. Some of them really require you to have a master's degree. So it, it gives you that that kind of like edge there, edge, you know. Yeah. But 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 my question to you is, how how hard was that decision to actually? Because I know I know that getting a master's degree boosts your profile a lot and it helps you in the future. When when you made that decision to come here, like what did you think about you know leaving your job and actually, because because that process is not is not always easy, right? To leave leave what you know, leave your your common surroundings, your your friends, your family, everything, and and obviously that that's another journey itself. Like looking at it. From afar, like, oh, studying master's degree is good. All these opportunities attached to it, etc. But that comes with a price, right? And and how was that decision-making process for you? I would uh, like here just to add that I'm a very practical person. So leaving my friends was never that tough. Leaving my family, I left my family six years back. We used to stay in a different city. So I generally go to home like once a year only. But the problem here, it comes because it's like it's really a tough decision for me. It's just because I already worked for five years. You are also in the same corporate world. You know that when it's very easy to do a master's just after your graduation or maybe with one or two years of experience. But when you just start earning, earning good, you know, it's really tough to leave that chunks of money or your salary every month and go unemployed and go for studies. So leaving the job for me was the, I think the difficult decision I had to make. And when I made my mind that, okay, now I'm going to leave it. After that, I think it was pretty easy for me to decide that, okay, now I have to go for like masters. So the tough thing that I had to make is that I have to leave my job and I have to leave my, you know, good uh, luxurious life in India. Not luxurious, I would say, but an independent life, definitely. That was a a difficult task for me. And leaving friends and something, it's not that difficult for me. And right now, thanks to internet, we can talk every day. So that's fine. So you were you were working corporate probably in one of the bigger cities in India, right? Yeah. Which, which city? If, Pune, uh, if you know. But, Pune, yeah, yeah. It's not so far from Mumbai, right? Yeah, if, yeah. If just, my just, geography is correct. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so, okay. So you have quite a good life there. Probably a high-paying job. You live independently. can go out with your friends easily. But at the same time, you're also, you're, you're also married. And, and also leaving your husband and coming yeah. to study again. Um, that's something that personally I don't see very often, like people who are married wanting to study abroad. How did that actually add to the whole mix of the decision making? Yes. So I will also add here that specifically I would say about India, I, I personally saw like my parents or my friends, once the people get married, they really like want to get settled and they want to like stay together and like earn together, like. They don't see beyond it. It's totally personal opinion of everybody. But in my case, I would say, like, I just want to give my piece of advice is that people should go beyond their comfortable zone. And uh, when I made the plan of doing master's, I was not married. And I had made uh, this decision 
because my husband was extremely supportive he was the one who always pushed me that you have to do masters you had such a good grades you should go so it was really easy for me you know like whenever your partner is supporting it's really easy and why partner like my new set of parents my father in law and my mother in law they are even so cool in india you will really not see it so easily that in laws are so supportive of leaving them or their son and you will go and fly to a different country it's not so you know easy to see in india but yeah like i'm very much thankful for that that's why it was an easy decision because i really got a huge support it was also my decision also like for our better life maybe a better way of living or better earnings better exposure we both made the decision that i should come here and study for my career and for like for i think for the entire for both of us yeah but yeah i would definitely say it's tough it's definitely tough after getting married coming here and staying alone while coming you will not understand but when you come here it's really tough when you can't see your husband since 6 months now but yeah it's okay like we made it it was a mutual decision and we know that this gonna come so yeah like i can imagine it being tough just like being like married i i guess you, you weren't married so long right before you moved here i was like, married like for one year after one year i moved here in india normally when you get married what's the expectation from your parents is it because in the philippines more conservative families have this expectation that when a woman specifically reaches a certain age they should be married and after that they should have kids so a lot of women kind of forego the the liberty to actually pursue higher education or to be very um career oriented because of these pressures of society of the community of their family and whatever do you have kind of this kind of thinking So I don't want to generalize the things here because every family has a different opinion but yeah like I would say in India today also 80% of the family have this mentality as you were saying that if you are getting married then the woman specifically has different responsibilities and then you can have kids I'm not against kids I love kids I will definitely plan but for me for having kids and for giving them a better life i myself need to earn good my husband need to earn good and we both need to be settled so my parents or my in-laws they are really supportive they are like if you and your husband is happy what you are doing we are fine and we never like we don't have a pressure like of this kids or stuff so we don't have this external pressure for them so it was really easy for me but yeah i understand that many women from india specifically i'm not sure about other countries they have this pressure that okay like you were married now you should have kids we don't believe in it and we really like want to go outside explore maybe earn good definitely that's the end goal <laughs> yeah that sounds good and i'm really happy that you know your 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 in-laws are actually super supportive of yeah they're super cool <laughs> that's nice but actually before you came to germany what were your, what were your impressions of germany did you already have an idea of what life could be like or what you know what would you experience once you move there 
I basically never thought so much about like coming here because like when I was planning of applying at that time, there were a lot of things going in my life. My marriage was very near. So I had to work on that. And then I had to apply SOPs, LORs. I need to go to college for my documents collection. So I did not really get time to think about it. But yeah, like when I just done with my acceptance from TUM, then what I thought is that, okay, it's a developed country and I would get a chance to see Oktoberfest, but I don't think I will get it. I thought of like, okay, I can see it because we all know that Europe is one of the beautiful continent to look for. Like it's a very good tourist place. My husband already come to Germany, Switzerland once for traveling, like just for visiting. So he always used to say that it's very good. It's worth to go. So yeah, so that's what I thought that I can explore a lot of European countries, a lot of beers maybe. And yeah, I'll explore different culture. Interesting you said beers because that's also one of my impressions when I moved to Germany is like, well, to Europe in general, like lots of good beers. Well, it, it is, it was correct. How about the day-to-day life? Did you have like any expectations of like day-to-day life or like how, uh-huh. how your grocery would look like, how, what kind of food you'd be eating at home? Like, this kind of stuff. Yeah, like I would definitely want to share a story here is that when I came here, I think after 14 days of quarantine, I first time went to supermarket and I was like shocked and I'm a big foodie. I was like shocked, like what should I buy? Like, first of all, I don't know German that well. My mobile, my net was not working by that time. I I just could see milk and potatoes, onions that could I just figure out and nothing else because I personally doesn't eat pork or beef. So it was very difficult for me to figure out over there. And there are so many variety of cheese. There are so many varieties of bread. And like, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's going to get tough for me. This is one thing I was very much shocked. Second, the thing that I was shocked is that when I saw that people in India, we don't drink on roads or in classes or in colleges, but here it's very common. So when I got the first impression that, okay, you people are really drinking here, like drinking beer all over the roads or you can drink in your university, that was really uh, quite surprising for me, but I was impressed. I was like, wow, that's nice. I really like it. <laughs> I like that. I, yeah, you're right, actually. That's something that commonly doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. And I think in some countries, you can even get into trouble with the police if you drink in public. I think in the US, that's why you have to hide it in like paper bags or something or not drink at all. But but yeah, you're, you're right. And it was the same for me. I'm trying to remember when I first moved. Uh, but I was in the Netherlands and you see a lot of different sweets. Like, oh my God, there's so many different sweets, yeah. so many different kinds of gummy bears. But the food also, like the vegetables look different. Yeah, yeah. And the names, and the names are strange. So I don't want to go near that first. So I, it took time before, you know, yeah. you get, you get used to the supermarket, but, but after a while you get used to it. And actually, and then, you know, in your mind, there is a continuous calculator going on. You always try to add your euros into in- Indian rupees and you will find yes. everything so expensive and you will think that I will yes. not buy only. But yeah, it's and then gradually you actually get changed. You, you understand that you have to buy and you have to accept that it's euro. <laughs> it's not Indian rupees. Exactly. Hey, but there's some stuff here that I'd say are cheaper yeah, yeah. than back home. Dairy, For example, dairy beer, products are cheaper. Dairy products, beer cheese, is cheaper. Cheese, 
beer, um, chocolates, like the yeah. good ones. Yeah. Oh my god, like one euro if you go to to Aldi or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like shit. In the beginning, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna go crazy and <laughs> eat all these sweets. But after a while, you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna stop eating. <laughs> it's not good for you. Exactly. But when you first moved here, you said you know you had this experience of yours in the supermarket. But what were your like actually besides this? Some of your more like memorable experiences. After just coming, I did not have a good memorable experience because I was detected with typhoid and I got admitted to hospital like after twelve or fourteen days of coming. So I really did not have a good memorable experience, and I don't want anybody who comes here should face something like that because it's really depressing. When I was admitted to hospital, one thing I really felt that people here are really helpful because in hospital, when they used to give me food, the German food is something really diff- different for me at that time. And when you have typhoid, your body really gets very weak, and it was not possible for me to digest any of those sort of foods, especially the German food. So the nurses even. You know, they also try that. Okay, if they can give me something of my pattern, so they used to give give me milk rice. And once my husband posted a post on the Facebook Indian group that my wife is admitted, and if somebody can help with food, and we were not expecting any. Thing we're just like okay, let's give it a try because I just don't know anybody at that time, and you will not believe. I think I got hundreds of messages that they can help me with food, and there is one couple who used to give me food continuously for fifteen days to the hospital. The lady used to cook for me, and the husband eventually he used to bring the food for me. In my lifetime, I was first time hospitalized, and that is also in Germany. So I was not ready. So he, she brought clothes also for me. I was so touched actually, and so blessed that I got that sort of help there because at that time I, I like I don't know anybody, and it was not possible for me to eat those, uh, you know, hospital food. So yeah, so that is something. So you're all alone. Nobody actually helped you get admitted to the hospital or anything like. No, no. Actually, I was in dorm. I was in a student dorm, and you know, in student dorm, I was just, you know, I was just ten days there, and I was specifically in quarantine. So I don't have that much communication with anybody, and I was having fever. So I could not say anybody during Corona times that you can. come near to me because first of all i thought that it's corona i just you know searched on the internet and i called a doctor he came first he did my corona test and he called an ambulance and then the first time i went to hospital via ambulance so that's what happened wow i like the way your husband like reached out to the indian community and how many people actually responded yeah that's that must, that must be something and Plus, Indian food's always good. If you get hundred messages, probably how many of them sent food? Already, a couple told me that I'm going to send you food every day. So there is no point that I will ask somebody else also that send me food because I can't eat so much. Why not? <laughs> you could have saved them. <laughs> and, and does that does that Indian couple still send you food until today? Not today, but they are very good friends of mine already. now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I would have still accepted though. I would have welcomed the donations until uh, eternally. Yeah, like they are now very good friends, and they really helped me, you know, helplessly at that time. And and after this whole time, you're at the hospital. Like, do you think things kind of 
went better for you? Like you're able to kind of meet people or be, get, you know, a, a bit more accustomed to the lifestyle here in Germany? I would definitely say that one thing that got better was that I was very much accustomed with the public transportation in Germany. After I got discharged, I was again got the fever. So I need to go to hospital every day, second time. So I was so much used to with the public transportation that I was like in no fear. Like, first of all, when I had to think that, okay, I have to take this U-Bahan and stuff. So I was like, I, I sort of get panicked. But after the hospital thing, I was very much used to with it and my friends are till now you know they are very much skeptical that okay i need to go to doctor because you know in germany the processes are really a bit complex so but like i i tell them that if you need any help regarding doctors and hospitals ask me like i'm so pro it on it now <laughs> these are the two good things that really happened well with me and i think my german also improved a lot because the nurses used to speak in german so yeah so these are some things that really gone good and i definitely meet some really good people so there is also one friend of mine who is a guy and he's younger to me he's a student like he's like a colleague or i would say a batchmate so we were not even you know that close but at that time i used to when i was admitted i have to leave my Uh, sublet room and he is the one who like packed all my clothings cleaned my room put my stuffs to one of another guy's room so this kind of help i got and i was really blessed and this helps me to build a communication you know this people i am really in touch of uh, till present day and yeah and it's and it really makes your connection stronger and it you you can build a communication via that so that these are some good things that happened to me i guess lots of people have been like helping you out like yeah. it's it's amazing yeah in in general how, how do you find it now that you've been living here for six months i like i would say i like it 70% but 30% i will definitely want to go back to india and maybe the primary reason is that my husband is india and i love indian food like when i was in india i never thought of that but when i came here and there is a, a thought that okay i will not get indian that good indian food here i am a big fish lover i am a bengali um i really think that maybe i i miss india a lot um yeah like people really like european countries they like european culture but for me still i have this upper edge that okay maybe after some years i would definitely return back to india because i have a family to not to financially look upon but definitely i have my parents my in-laws to give them you know emotional support because they are getting old so i would definitely go back there germany look nothing happens really bad to me except this hospital thing and that's a mere bad luck that can happen to anybody in any country it was just that i was alone rather than that germany was really welcoming to me i never had a bad experience yet and it's just sometimes i really get frustrated with their process of residence permit kvr ards but yeah i know that these are for something good all in all i like germany i love the experience i am getting a bachelor's experience after getting married and that's pretty good and <laughs> and the dorm and i live in a student dorm and uh, the student dorms here are really quite happening so yeah so i like it I'm like 
the day i will live in germany i will definitely try to enjoy it to the fullest yeah interesting you said bachelor's experience <laughs> but with a master's degree that's something that's something cool but yeah i mean the food definitely i understand why indian food is is hard to beat yeah. i'd say honestly one of my favorite cuisines i i really like i really really like indian food um i haven't tried much of the the seafood mm-hmm. indian seafood dishes yet but you know the typical butter chicken prata uh, whatever yeah i garlic miss them. <laughs> man, kind of stuff like i i love that and then there are quite a few indian restaurants popping yeah. up now especially in my city because i live in a city that's known for like engineering so there's a lot of like indian students here i guess in the city there're like five maybe five indian restaurants so once in a while i i like to order out and mm-hmm. eat indian maybe you can come to munich i can cook something for you because the restaurant doesn't give you you know the quality the is not that great yeah yeah it's very blunt it's it should be more spicy yeah i think they they change it a little bit for the german uh, yeah, yeah, maybe, and and yeah. maybe also like the ingredients are not so maybe yeah. like readily available mm-hmm. but yeah sure love that i love it <laughs> yeah food. definitely definitely but yeah so so you mentioned kind of like you know 70% you like it 30% you you want to go back obviously your husband has mm-hmm. a big role to play and food Is there any like in a professional sense would you see yourself actually moving back for work or or to start a business or is that something that you know you see really Germany as as your future mm-hmm. So uh business I have not thought anything about it currently I just started a YouTube venture but I don't know how much it's going or not so I'm not sure about it whether it's going to turn into a business or it will be just a hobby and any other business I'm still not sure about it but uh regarding work if I talk about work culture I think the Germany's work culture is really good because you have the strict timing like you have to work for 8 hours and that's a strict 8 hours in India we have times but sometimes you know it was expected from us that you can work more you can deliver your things in a better way in germany it's very straightforward the things are very transparent like when i talk to my manager things were very pretty transparent it's very clear it's a yes or it's a no and i really like this kind of corporate culture which i miss in india and it's definitely you know it's if i only see a professional way it's definitely better to stay here because uh, the work culture is really good but um, i think i think it's it's also okay if you work here for you know 5 to 10 years and you can go back to india because in india also you can earn really good yeah like because i saw many of my colleagues who were really senior to me they they really earn well like really well so it all depends on your skills and how much you can seize your opportunities in india and germany so yeah you just have to you know map your career well like how many years you want to stay here how you want to improve your skills in which area you want to go yeah yeah i think india in general is one of those countries that of course before the pandemic and most likely after the pandemic right now probably not the best place to be but you know once that's over india's always been like on the rise you're right like more and more tech companies popping up in bangalore in yeah. different parts of india hyderabad like there's lots of like tech companies lots of stuff happening down there and definitely i'm pretty sure you you can get jobs there that mm-hmm. will pay you you know similar to what you get mm-hmm. here in germany yeah. with with obviously lower prices of everything there yeah. 
I, I agree with that. And I think that makes sense. I think I will only not compare my professional thing. I have to be in a balanced way. Like I have to see my professional and my personal priorities that how sure. I can, you know, balance. Maybe I can earn 20% more if I he- be here in Germany. But if I earn 20% less, but I have my own house in India, I have my parents there, the things, the cost of living there is much, much lower than what is there in Germany. So if if it's like almost equal for me after maybe four or five years when Maybe I will be more old. My parents will be more old. So then why not my own country? That's what my thought is. Yeah, I do agree with you. And and something you mentioned earlier also is that, you know, the work culture is yeah. different. And, you, and one of the nice things about Germany is that you have kind of more, let's say, the, the life is really separate, your professional life and your personal life. And obviously that has a price, right? Like if you're willing to, if you're willing to sacrifice some of your personal life to get more money mm-hmm. back home because, you know, things are cheaper, then obviously that's not also a bad thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. would, would, would prefer that. But, but obviously it depends on what you want. And some people would prefer actually having more personal yeah, yeah. time yeah. for themselves. So, but yeah, cool. And I, I really, I really wish you um, a lot of luck with your, with your studies and, and hopefully you. you can, you can get get a good job afterwards you know you can you can work the five to ten years that you want and thank then you buy a big house in india <laughs> thank you you know have a big garden Maybe. and all that cook 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 a lot of pratha and all the curries that you want yeah and maybe you know and that's like my dream or i would say like hope i can do in india the poverty is really really hitting badly maybe if I aren't that good, maybe I can contribute something to my society, maybe by helping or I don't know how I still did not figure it out. Like I would definitely want to add a story. My mom, she used to teach, not now, not after Corona, but she used to teach 10 to 15 students free of cost and they all are like really poor so i also maybe want to contribute down the line maybe after five to ten years to the society if i can get a chance to contribute to my society i will definitely do it because there are a lot of problems in india still going on and they need to be handled if we all come to a developed country then who are going to solve them that's a good point. I feel bad now <laughs> for wanting to stay here. But but no, I understand your point. Sometimes here in Germany that I've been living now in Europe for what, almost four years. And sometimes you forget about like, because I feel like the European Union itself is kind of like a bubble. Mm-hmm. Like you forget about the problems you have back home. And yeah. it's it's hard to it's hard to explain to a lot of people actually, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what poverty looks like, you know, what the slums really look mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And when you're there, you see it every day. You know, you want to help, you want to join these organizations, you know, that help or give money or whatever. But when you're here, sometimes you forget about it. I don't know if you have the same... Maybe I'm just, you know, very new still now. But maybe right. because you are staying here because uh, for like quite a long years now. Yeah. So it may happen. And I think it's totally fine. But but uh, But I like your mindset. I don't want to lose that, actually. That's why I want to keep visiting the Philippines. And actually, I just... I just booked my flight today. Oh. I'm going back for a month in November. But Sramana, maybe you can talk to us a little bit about your YouTube channel and, and what your plans are. Because I, I think it's super interesting. I, I like how you target specifically higher education in Germany. And and maybe you can tell us what, what, what you plan on, on doing. 
nothing a bigger plan as of now is just suddenly during my exams i was so stressed i just thought that i should do something different and i just thought that okay why not let's start making a youtube channel making a youtube channel is always on my mind back in 2020 also because i love public speaking i'm never a stage fear person or i never like i i never being scared of talking or speaking in front of anybody so i thought of like okay let's start a youtube channel and then why about the specific audience because uh, usa uk australia are the still mainstreams in india germany still people are you know still people are learning about it still people have some sort of mindsets that you need to need to know german to get jobs here there are a lot of misconceptions like i think i myself need 6 years to figure this things out so i just thought that like why not i share my experience i think if i share my experience my informations what research i did back then or what right now my life is looking where i am working if this things can help some people who are junior to me or were younger to me or elder to me somehow then i think that's really a great thing this is not something currently i'm doing for you know money or something like that but i really like it doing so that's my main motive to help people by my knowledge my information my experiences so that's why i started this channel name as shramana das so you can definitely go and check it out if you like it yeah i'll leave the link on the description for the people who are listening to this to watch your videos i found it you know interesting because i saw one of your videos like how you got accepted into all these <laughs> like highly ranked university obviously we want yeah. you know, part of my podcast also to to help people mm-hmm. to kind of know what's what's in europe what's in germany maybe to get them to become more ambitious or or to kind of follow yeah. a less traveled road like like you've done like yeah. you said you know germany it's not something that's commonly done in india and i'm i'm glad more people like you are are making content like this hopefully everything will be in english right yeah 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 is everything it? is in english so so everybody even from the philippines yeah. can listen to your your content and and you know they can learn a thing or two if they're interested in actually coming here yeah so thank you ravana thank you so much for your time thank you for sharing with us your experiences uh, it was it, it it sounded horrible that you and i felt so bad for you when you said that you know you spent your your first few days in quarantine then you were in the hospital <laughs> with nobody to look after you yeah. but now everything seems yeah. to be working hope in your so. favor That's hopefully it continues that way yeah hope so i would definitely like to add one thing it's just a For message sure. from my side to all the women not only from india but maybe from i think all over the world at least from the asian countries that ladies i think you should not lose up your dream after getting married or for anything like for your husband for your kids not from not for anybody i see european ladies here i see many women in my dorm they have the small kids and they are still studying working like like i feel they're so strong and so i just think that you know we are so strong we should not adjust or give up our dreams we are like we have more things to do in life so just don't give up and like go ahead strong message strong message from a strong girl who, who came out of typhoid fever and you thank you hey thank you so much for your no time problem.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Pop Your Cultural Cherries. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms. To be updated with our latest episodes, don't forget to give us a like and a follow on our Facebook page and our Instagram account. 